Have you ever seen someone tell a story and they seemed like the most charismatic person in the world? Someone who was somebody that what they said made so much sense. Did that person inspire you to do something or think differently? Would you like to know how to be like that too? Well, we can tell you how. Do we start? This is the summary of Sell with a Story by Paul Smith. And I must say, what a highlight of a book. Well, let's begin. In a world where businesses have become popular in many circles, thinking of any significant series of words is now considered a story. The document of a strategy is a story. The mission of the company is a story. The marketing programs are a story. The logo is a story, etc. But those are not really stories, are they? For something to be truly a story, they must have, first of all, a place, a certain time, a personal character, an obstacle, a goal, and some events happening along the way. If, if that isn't happening in a certain time or in a certain place and there isn't at least one person in the middle of the action, if there is no villain or obstacle, there is no goal or purpose, if none of those things are happening, then what you're telling cannot possibly be a story. And the sales story is basically any story that utilizes this process to obtain a sale and maintain a client. And well, why should you like use stories to sell? In comparison with other forms of communication used in sales, narrative has unique abilities. It can help you capture the attention of your buyer and build a relationship. And well, why do stories help you maintain a relationship? Well, it's because basically you're telling them something and it's like, Please try to make it true, don't like tell them something that isn't true. And honesty makes you win points, all the time, with anybody. If you open up with them, they will open up to you too. If you connect the areas by which you like make decisions in your brain from your buyer and you make like a connection with him and your product or your product with something else, it will be way easier to remember. Facts and information, like very precise information, are very heavy to assimilate and remember just like that. However, with a story, you can create a significant scene in the mind of your buyer. With a list, with a, instead of just giving them a simple list of facts that don't create any relationship or any image that is significant at all, you have to create scenes. Literally, you can boost the value of your product or highlight the main idea by moving it to another context. For example, let's imagine you're selling a gun, okay? Normally, you would like give the list of specifications, the caliber, the advantages, the price, whatever, right? Now, imagine that you knew that that revolver was way more interesting than all of that. Let's say it was used in some war and some guy shot at him to some real badass dude, some general, I don't know. Would that increase its value? Of course it would. Histories, stories are contagious. 
and they can be like easily spread by word of mouth and everything. And I mean, the originality you can take out of them, it's enormous. And they will allow you to relax your client, because let's admit it, sometimes it's, un it's uncomfortable being in that position, like knowing that you are the seller, that you have to sell something, and that they will most likely not buy anything from you, and it's kind of awkward because it's like, I'm trying to convince you, and the other person is like, no, you're not going to convince me. It's a weird moment, let's admit it. So, let's begin with the both with both parts of this book. Part one, what sales stories you need and when to say them. An amalgam of the components that are most common in a sale look like this. The first stages include defining an ideal prospect. Then you put in the condition of meeting those new prospects. For example, establishing contacts in a, I don't know, in a conference. Then you must plan the sales call. Then comes the construction of a good relationship with that potential client, your prospect. You must then find out what are their needs. You must classify your prospect as whether a desirable client or an undesirable client. And then you must define the best product or solution that you can offer. And then the argument for the sale itself. And you must like be able also to like handle objections. You must be able to negotiate a price and close the sale. The final stages are like, well, those that include like um, after purchase service and delivery and the long-term service, of course, right? Like for maintenance and things like that. The good thing is that stories can help you in every part of the sales process. And believe it or not, it's not something that is very revolutionary or something that somebody never did before. Many people use stories to sell. You can even tell a mini-story to present yourself, saying what you do for a living and all of that. Telling a story makes everything more dynamic. And to sell well, you need to be dynamic and charming. You need to conquer someone, like you need to really charm them. Because when you sell something to someone, it's like basically you're doing something for them, right? You're either giving them a great product or a great service that must have value. And well, whatever thing to be used to add value to something than telling a story about it, right? And well, also motivational stories are of good help. Like for example, if you have some anecdote over some occasion, maybe you helped a client in a great way, that is really good for you and your product because like it's a success story from your product. Now, when you're in a sales call or even if you're in a reunion, you must try to make the buyers tell you their stories, not the other way around. If you don't listen to their stories first, how the hell will you know what stories should you tell? Besides, that contributes to relaxation, like creating a healthy environment for like speaking and being comfortable and everything. And that helps with constructing your relationship. Obviously, not everybody will come to your doors dying to tell you their stories and their problems and how you should help them and motivate them and etc. No, 
you have to motivate them to like tell you their problems and their stories and you just gotta ask them you have to also like plan these questions with time so that it is easier for you so that you're not thinking of a question like to make them talk right there right there because that will be really hard and you can also suggest like your honesty your loyalty and many other qualities in your stories that will make you earn points of trust with your clients and buyers and obviously stories don't have to be especially only about you or other people they can be about the company for example a story about how the idea of the company or of the product came up a story about how the company was founded i mean they even make movies about that surely you can think of something right and then stories about how your company is different from others and i mean you have a ton of options there is a whole wide variety out there and well the story of how a product was invented should answer the following question. What situation gave like gave ample road for somebody to think of that creation? It's like, this happened to me, so I thought of this, and it actually worked out, something like that. I mean, really short, it should like fulfill that purpose. Another alternative is a story about a problem. One that is clear that can be resolved with your product or service. This can be one of the most useful stories you have to tell from your repertoire. Obviously, if you know who you're going to sell before you, like who you're going to sell to before you enter the reunion or the event or whatever, will be really helpful. If you don't know, you should investigate. It always helps because that way you can investigate like what topics do they like to talk about, what topics provoke fear in them, what topics do they don't like and you should totally avoid and things like that. For example, maybe your buyer is a vegan and if you have some story that involves animal cruelty or like eating hamburgers or something like that, you should edit your story prior to telling it so that you omit parts like that and you, or maybe, I don't know, you just simply use another one. But you get the point, like why preparation is key. And of course, there can be other types of differences between you and your buyer. Maybe it's cultural, maybe it's religious principles, I don't know. There are plenty of differences. So, research your buyer or your client. It will save you a lot of awkwardness and disagreements. Another idea of stories that you can tell is the story of the two paths. Basically, what you do here is telling two realities. It doesn't matter if they are future, past, or present. It's just like two alternatives of the world. One can implicate a bad result, or like one result that is really common that happens every day. And the other one is a success story. The good thing about this tactic is that you can use contrast to make it even way more effective. Now, changing the subject. The majority of sellers don't consider the process of sales starts until a buyer rejects them. 
I mean, that is totally wrong. I mean, it's a whole process all the way. It's not just when they reject you and then you have to think of a super strategy to convince them. No, it's, it doesn't work like that. And there are a thousand of tactics that they make up with weird names and steps to follow when they reject you. And obviously, many times those tactics work. Of course they do. But I mean, a really good compliment to any of those tactics can be telling a story. And one of the most common objections that a buyer will tell you is the price. And stories are way more effective than arguments or facts, so keep that in mind. Now, part two, how can you create a sales story? Well, what makes a story memorable? Is it the plot, the dialogue, a plot twist, emotional climax, and sensory detail about everything? I mean, all of those things are really very important. But above all, your story has to have a hero, one that people want to support, and a villain. A villain that people hate, they want to hate, and a big fight against them. Any great story, whether it's about sales or not, has these elements really strongly like incrustated in the base of it. But let's clear out one thing. The hero does not always have to be like the good guy. He's just the protagonist, the main guy. So let's just let's change the, the thing from hero to main guy, okay? And well, obviously the villain is the antagonist. Or they could be both villains. They could be both people could be really bad, but one has to be charming. One has to be the one that you support, that you reach out for, the one that you actually like. And the other one has to be the dude which you dislike, you know? And well, a great advice that we can give you is that when you tell your stories, it is better to tell an excellent story in a little bit of a mediocre way than telling a mediocre story in a in an excellent way. Unless you're a great actor or a great orator, it better just focus on the story. And please remember, focus on the challenge, the obstacle. It's a must. And well, if there isn't that in a story, then there is no reason why to tell it. I mean, don't people in movies always try to solve something? So, make sure that your story can also be relatable. Don't make up anything that's too fantasious or something like that because people cannot relate to that. If people cannot emphasize with your story and their characters, it won't make a relationship, they won't make a connection, it won't matter. Now, how do you choose what story to tell? Well, step one, define your objective. I mean, what do you want your audience to think and feel? Step two, look for some success or failure or a moment of clarity that can relate to your objective. And finally, step three, pick the story that best transmits the principal message. If all of your stories do that equally well, then pick the one that has the most relatable hero or the most relevant obstacle or the most attractive or like, um, I don't know, great struggle, something like that, okay? 
It's that simple to choosing a story. Now, an advice. Before you tell your story, start with energy and in a good manner. Surely you've seen people that say, oh, hello, I'm sorry, I will just take a minute of your time to tell you about this thing. Don't ever do that. Don't ever be sorry. I mean, judge it for yourself. Would you rather to listen to that dude or this dude? Hello, everyone. Something really important happened a few weeks ago and it changed completely my way of thinking about our business. So, I will share it with you. I mean... Who sounds more exciting to listen to? The second dude, right? Start like that. Start with energy. Give it, give it your all. And obviously, you can first start by your description of the product or any other thing. And after you do that, you can like do a transition to tell your story. I mean, it's not a rule. First do the story, then tell the specifics. No, it's not like that. For example, you can like finish describing the product and tell, hey, let me tell you how one of my clients used this last month. You get the transition. There are thousands of those. Think of an appropriate one for you and your product. And well, talking about like basic things, structure. Your story must have a structure. The most simple thing you can do is just like make an introduction, present the problem, make the situation escalate, and then present the resolution. Basic storytelling, basic essay writing, basic everything, right? Well, obviously you can change this. Many people have done it all over many, many, many years. So, I mean, it's up to you, but it should like standardly at least have that. Uh, the essential thing is like having a problem and a resolution. And well, also you should like present the context a little bit. You should like use some descriptions. You should describe the hero and the villain because you like, remember, we must identify our protagonist as relatable and there must be a struggle between the protagonist and the villain. It must happen. And you can also like, when you're finishing your story, you could highlight which are the lessons or the good things that can be salvaged from your story. And of course, never forget that your story must have an emotional impact. It is proven 100% that human beings take fast decisions when they are based on emotional impulses. After a while, if, like, if we give it an actual long while to think about it, we will think about all of these logical explanations and justifications so that we can like admit to ourselves and to other people that we made a rational decision, that it wasn't based on emotion or anything like that. Here is my reason I didn't make this decision because, of, because I was feeling emotional. No, nothing like that. We always want to explain ourselves. Now, changing the subject, the element of surprise. We all enjoy a surprise at the end of a series or of a book or an unexpected plot twist in our favorite movie. This element also make your, makes your sales story way more effective. A surprise at the beginning makes your audience catch your attention. And then, well, a surprise in the middle makes your audience concentrate and think more deeply about the story. 
And a surprise at the end is the most powerful of all because in reality, this one helps your audience remember the lesson that they learned during your story. And obviously, there are tons of tactics to create surprise in your story. For example, you can make parallel timelines. You can start really strong with something really unexpected because maybe, I don't know, maybe you have talent to like put in some mystery into there and maybe the listener can actually solve that mystery him or herself. That can actually be really interesting. And there are many other things like do whatever feels best for you and for your story. Like it has to go along with it. No, changing the subject again, dialogue. It is a basic, basic way for human beings to tell stories, right? And dialogue naturally calls the attention of a listener and it can make the plot way more attractive and it can compromise your audience. Basically, you're giving more voice, more character to your characters. You get what I mean? And it can make the fact of telling the story way more easier because it's easier to imagine a conversation than actually having it. Now, let's move over to details. It is primordial that you give details about the protagonist. Overall, about their motivation and why they have a certain objective or a certain attitude. You have to make them special somehow. And the best way to do that is through adjectives and description. So give them a good one. Also try to give specific details instead of general details. For example, instead of saying he was very high, you can say he was at least 1.8 meters tall. You get what I mean? It's way more specific and it's easier to imagine that way. Likewise, you can concentrate more on the important scenes. Don't try to describe everything like to the point, to the detail. Don't do that. Concentrate on what's important. And a very, an, a very other good thing that you can do is use metaphors. This helps when you're trying to like understand abstract ideas and convert them into concrete ideas. Now, a great question that everyone does is, can the story be invented? Which means like, can it be false or fictitious? The answer is yes, but under one condition. You should tell your audience that it is not 100% true. Because if you're telling them that the facts that you're relating are 100% real and then they find out that they are not, you will be in great trouble, so don't do that. I mean, it can obviously be a little bit exaggerated or have a tiny part invented to like make sense of it all, but it shouldn't be a full-on fake thing, okay? It has to be. Try to make it inspired in real facts. It will help you very, very much. And well, folks, that was all. What did you think of the book? I personally loved it. Well, you know, um, if you want to hear more about the summaries we make, you can follow us on Instagram. We make posts about every summary. 
and you can also, if you really like the book, you can download it from Amazon. The link is in our description. I hope you have a very good week. Goodbye.